Hello, hello. Welcome to Salvation Solutions. We are here once again. I am your co-host, Aviance. And I am Brother Damaris. And I am Aramis Fournier. So we are going to start this one off with um, Brother Aramis. He has... He had an interesting week, I think, or something to share with us. So, Aaron, take it away. I did. I did. Um, I, I was I was thinking about how this kind of relates to um, some of the issues that we deal with now as believers um, from, from the standpoint of uh, ensuring that we come into understanding of, of our authority, our, our power, um, and, and, and the talent that God has given us. I was dealing with, <clears throat> excuse me. I was dealing with a um, working with a with an artist, uh, fairly new, but he's he's been on the open mic scene for a while, and and uh, he's he just signed a contract uh, yesterday, and so now he's really engaged in um, you know growing his talent, growing growing his ability, and, and and growing his music, and he's been you know taking a lot of coaching from me and and and, and you know pointers as far as how to make his songs that much better, right? So in the midst of our studio session yesterday, we're, we're, we're giving him pointers and, and, you know, he, he started off kind of just not getting what we were saying, but there was such a drive in him. There was such a, a willingness and a humility in him to, to say, I, I need to try and understand what they're saying. I need to try and get it. And, and there was such a drive in me to help him understand that eventually through, through communication and, and through me just trying to figure out ways to, to, to bring it up to a level where he would, you know, where he would, where he would grasp it. The second we reached that point, he took off and, and the things that he was able to do vocally on the, on the song and, and, and the creativity that he was able to able to bring out from there, it just, it skyrocketed. It was such a huge difference when he reached an understanding of, of what he could do the ability that he had. And then, and then once he heard himself, you could see the confidence grow in him and, and, and his ability to, to, right. to now be an artist and, and be creative and, and all that stuff. So it was, it was such a blessing to me to, to, to see him go through that process. Right. And it was also a blessing to kind of understand that, you know, I've been given that, that power and that ability to, to, you know, to lead through that communication and, 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 you know, to, to, reach my own understanding right. of, you know, how to teach and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, well, that's, that's critical. So that's critical because, uh, we talked last week about one of our, I guess our headline scripture last week was when Jesus told, um, the laborers and those who are heavy laden, he said, come on to me. And he told them to come for a purpose. The purpose was that they might learn of him. Yeah. See, I think one of the greatest challenges for us as the body of Christ and with this particular individual you just talked about was one, knowing what they possess you know, knowing the ability that he has mm -hmm. and then being able to um, express through that particular gifting or that particular strength or that particular uh, raw resource. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important for us. Our salvation has provided for us so many things, but we are so um, un unlearned, I'll use that phrase, unlearned about what we really have, what we're really in possession of. You know, once we come into the place where we've learned that and we understand that and we know that, once we've come unto him, now now we can now we can learn. I said this last week. We, I think we were designed to learn our way out of things. You learn your way. He learned his way out of that. It could have been fear. It could have been, you know, um, rejection. It could have been timidity, you know, whatever it was. But as after he made up his mind to listen and, and understand what you were communicating to him, he learned his way out of that particular fear. And he went on, as you said, to express a very creative nature in which the, the church, the believers, should be the most creative, creative creatures on the planet. When Jesus, when Jesus declared war on poverty, we talked about that in John 10, 10, is Jesus' de declaration of war on poverty. When, the, when he revealed to us what the thief was coming to do and what his aim is, he then said, well, well, I'm waging war on that by saying, I'm come, I'm come. Though the thief comes to steal from you, to bring, to impoverish you, I've come to, to create, to give you the ability to create wealth. How do we create wealth? Through four phases of that word for life. That word life, there's a word for zoe. It comes in four phases. It means to love. So as we enter into a love relationship with God and with man, as we express love, as we live love, as we live out the characteristics of love, uh, 
1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, will give you the identity and the characteristics of what love looks like practically. Once we live that out, once we experience those things, once we share those things, once we go through those processes, now we're walking in love. Once you walk in love, once you become a man of love, a person of love, now the next phase is the, is the creativity. When you commune with God, there'll be a level of creativity that flows from you through your particular raw resource that I like to call you, that some will call your gift set. I like to call you a raw resource because when you get it, it's in seed form. It's still raw. You have to develop it. Yeah. But once you become a, a, a lover or a, or a woman, a man of love, you, you're in a love relationship with God. You extending that expression, that love toward man. Now that love flows right down into your raw resource, into the creativity necessary for you to express through that particular gifting. Then once you once you are expressing that creativity, now you got to learn how to uh, produce or manufacture that particular raw resource in a in a from a business perspective, so that you can now produce a product that people are willing to exchange value with you over, and now you can serve them in the true nature of the word servant from a biblical perspective. The true nature of that word servant don't doesn't mean to be a slave or to or to serve people for free. It means exactly what I'm expressing is that it's a servanthood through the particular resource that you perfected that God has given you. And I'm willing to pay you for that particular service. It's an exchange. It's an exchange. And that's yeah. the idea we have to have. Once you tapped into that for that individual, now now they'll be able to express and do all the things that, you know, that you would ask of them to do vocally uh, in, in the studio. And so that, that's a great example of just how our salvation is the solution. I don't care what the situation is. <laughs> So our salvation has a, has a, has an answer for it, and we got to understand that that our message is superior. So, I mean, I mean that's that's a wonderful wonderful experience. I had an experience myself with, um, and you know, I, I, I wish my experience could be as um, have a joyous ending like yours. <laughs> but but because I encounter so many people, I mean, I mean, people call me and I'm talking to people, and uh, you know, I encounter right, people and they right. come to me and so. Man, I'm 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 trying to get I'm trying to get this young man to realize that that um, you know what God has called him to to do will require a a certain level of commitment and dedication from him, you know, to to um, perfect uh, the particular you know uh, calling that that God has on his life and you know and the challenge is because because he's grown up in the church. He's grown up in a very, you know, I say in the church, he's grown up in a very religious setting mm -hmm. that his mindset toward creating wealth, his mindset toward money, having money, his mindset toward, um, you know, being able to be a blessing to other people is, is, is subpar. And I'll use that word, subpar of what God has for us is subpar. The highest calling, the highest calling for each and every one of us as believers is to be a blessing to someone else. Now, there's degrees in that. But his degree was a very low standard of being a blessing. And, and, and I'm, I'm not going to fight, argue with that, whatever it is it is. But the point is to try to get him to elevate his way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Incredibly gifted young man. Incredibly gifted. I'm talking about if I sat down with him for an hour, we'd come up with three or four different products that he could put in the marketplace and generate some wealth from. But I can't get him to get beyond, well, I want to use my gifting to serve, you know, volunteer in the church. Okay. I ain't arguing with that. But that ain't the only, re only place that God has given you wants you to use your gifting. Actually, our giftings were designed to be used in the marketplace first, mm -hmm. then then in the church, you know. So mm. um, short of it is, you know, um, we went back and forth for a while, then I realized, you know, I realized, listen, this, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, uh, this ain't gonna work, you know. So I, I let him express how he want to express, and, you know, hopefully we can pick up the conversation a bit later on. But it just, it was just went to show me that, I mean, the, the, the eyes of our understanding has to be enlightened. If our, if our eyes are enlightened, then we're going to be stuck right where we are yeah. and we won't we won't walk into what it is that God has for us. And, and we've been too long uh, bringing up the rear, bringing up the rear when it comes to, you know, um, life, really. You know, so. Well, it's so interesting because even with Aramis uh, experience and then with with what you said, when you said, you know, our eyes of understanding have to be open. Community is important, very important, because a lot of people will see things in you that you do not or you do not believe. A lot of things were said to you growing up that makes you feel as if, no, not me. No, I don't have that. Nobody ever said that about me growing mm -hmm. up. So community is so important. So this actually sex went to something else. So now with community being so important and now with everything going on in our world, we are now separated right and we're not in community 
quarantined. Yes. (laughs) So how is so for the next couple of weeks, maybe a month, whatever our world Mm -hmm. wants to do, um, how is it that that people can still be in community or or still still have that? Because that that's going to affect some people. What what you what you bring it out is the idea that Paul wanted to bring out and forsaking all ourselves together, uh, gathering with the saints. I mean. There's a reason why we're supposed to come together. Everything you just said hits on that point of, of being encouraged, things being spoken to you, things being said to you, you being empowered in that atmosphere, in that particular culture. So with us going through what we're going through, you know, with, with the corona um, virus issue, I mean, it, it's, it's something that we, we, we have the technology now. Um, hence, one of the local pastors who they, you know, they would be considered a mega church, church, you know, several, a th- uh, couple thousand people attend service on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He basically said, you know what, because he, uh, he's, he's mandated now via, uh, you know, state regulation that any, I think it's 250, might, might be down to 100 people now. They, oh, they, wow. they're, they're encouraging people to, you know, not gather in, over that many people. Mm-hmm. So he basically, you know what, okay, no problem. He made an announcement. Um, on his social media that he's going to the building, but everybody else stay home and we just live stream. We're going to live stream, you know? Now I know that's not like being in the same yeah. place, but, but the still to have the ability to, to stay connected. Yeah. Our community now is not just, you know, in the buildings. Our community now is on, is on Facebook. Our communities yeah. now are on, you know, Instagram, the communities. Now we can still get together and we can, we can literally, um, uh, fellowship, you know, through Facebook Live and through and through FaceTime and, and all those things, uh, or through you know uh, webinars where we can actually I can I can put everybody on the screen and we can all see each other and we can still communicate. So there's ways that we can still, um, you know, function as a community under these particular stipulations with this with this epidemic um, that, we, that we have going on that that shouldn't affect us to the degree to where we lose our sense of community. You know, it's very important, very important that we that we have that connection, we maintain that connection. Because, you know, um, as we believe, you know, you know, God is still a healer. You know, um, God is still with us and God will watch over us and keep us and protect us. Uh, you got to believe that, though. You know, right. I'm gonna let that be known. Right. You got to believe that. You know, a lot of a lot of the, the promises that God has you know, given us, you know, they're conditional. Uh, conditional means by believing it, not by working for it, but just by believing it. You know, um, we underestimate the power of believing. But, you know, that's what it's about. You know, we need that sense of community, and it's very important. So um, I know what are you guys doing to, um, you know, deal with, you know, the regulations or the, the, the situation with the, with the virus? I mean, we, we operate from God's word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So in, in my mind, we're not going to be affected by this, Amen. you know? So we, we just kind of operate with the mindset of, all right, well— if, if we are forced to stay in the house, there are, you know, certain certain resources that we're going to need. So we go and we gather that to be prepared for that. But the 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 mindset is is so different because it's it's not a panic. It's it's a OK, we know what's coming. We see the trends. Let's prepare for that. Right. But so many people that we've seen social media that we've seen, you know, my 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 cousin who lives in uh, in Detroit said that. They shut all the schools down in Michigan. Right. So we right. see that and we're like, okay, oh, yeah. we, we know, oh, right. We know that's coming. You know, it's so, uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, Buffalo public schools, they're still talking about whether right. or not they're going to shut down. You right. know, Ta- Tanawanda, right. they have already sent us a packet of stuff. Hey, here's what your kids are going to do. Right. 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 Some people are prepared. Some people are not. Some people are panicking, but in, in all that chaos, there's, there's a piece that, that comes with, with, with the faith that we have that, we are protected. We are sovereign. We are, right. you know, children of the king. You right. know, when when back back in the day, if you were a child of the king, I mean, the castle was your playground. Right. Mm. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I'm saying? You right. never you never worried about war because war never affected you. Right. If 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 even if the king was going to war and he left the castle and he was out fighting for you, you in some room playing with your toys and you right. got guards all around you, right, you right, got, right, right. you know, whatever. No, that's it, but that, that speaks to the, 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 the peace and the love that, that we're supposed to feel as believers Amen. when something like this is going on. I, I'm playing in my room. I'm chilling. Right. 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 <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, and, that's what, and that's what it takes because you know, the, the, the elements of salvation is deliverance, 
protection, mm -hmm. health, wealth, wholeness. There's always an emphasis on health and wealth, but the, the, the idea of deliverance and protection, is, it's always there. You use the word that I think is very important for us. It's, it's you prepare. See, people, people um, confuse uh, faith with not preparing, mm. right? They confuse faith with not preparing. Yeah. Okay, okay, I know what's coming. I'm believing God, but that don't mean I'm not going to prepare. Right. Right? The Bible says a fool sees trouble coming and don't prepare for it. That's right. a fool, right? So you're not walking in faith because you don't prepare. You're being foolish. Well, faith will cause you to prepare. Yeah. The Bible says Noah, being warned of God of things to come, prepared yeah. an ark. Right. So it's always about faith is about preparation. We, we so we spiritualize our stuff so much. Well, God is in control. OK. OK. God bless you. <laughs> I hope he's in control to the degree that you think he's in control and you OK. Right. And I don't got no problem with that. But he ain't in control like folk want to make him be in control. So right. he ain't, he ain't right. in control like right. that. God didn't God didn't put the, the virus on him and won't put it on you. No, God don't deal with that. God ain't got no sickness or no disease to be right. putting on nobody. Right. Right. So we got to We got to uh, What is it? How does it go? Um by your faith, be it unto you. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. According to your According faith. According to your faith. There be it is. Be it unto you. Be it unto you. I mean, you believe that, then praise God. Some folk can't believe that. Right. Some folk right now trapped up in the house because they, they ain't got the faith to come out the door. Okay. That's fine. That, that's what you are. According to your faith. Listen, I'm going to love you right you. where you are. <laughs> if that's where you are, praise right. God. Right. I'm going to the store. I'm right. going out to do what I got to do. Right. No, but the thing is, the thing is, we have to prepare. Being prepared is a major part, and, and, and that same principle applies to everything. I mean, it applies to, 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 to your work, it applies to your business, it applies to your raising your children, it applies to going to the park, it applies to going to the mall. Preparation is key. Yeah. You know, you, like you just said, listen, I'm going I'm to I'm walk in faith, but I'm not going to be ignorant. I'm not going to be a fool. I'm not going to tempt God. You know, I'm not going to tempt him in the sense and not prepare for or not abide by the rules and regulations that, that the government that I'm under uh, naturally speaking, is, is, is asking for, you know, so, you know, it's very important that we prepare, that we take the precautions necessary under these circumstances so that, so that um, we, we maintain the level of health that we want to maintain. It's very crucial. It, and it leads to the difference between the healing and health. And when we're talking about health, you have to take responsibility. The first priority for living in the health that God has for us is you taking responsibility to care for your body. Yeah. I'm so glad I got I got two people here who who are into taking care of their body, working out, training, eating right. That's what it's all about. Right? I can't just eat what I want and say, well, God got me. Okay. <laughs> Keep thinking like that. Right. Keep thinking like that. No, God is merciful now, don't get me wrong. And God is He's extremely merciful and He's and He's and He's long suffering. Long suffering. But He's not forever suffering. Mm. You're gonna get to a place where you say, Okay, I tried to tell you. I told you this. I sent him. I sent her. I sent her. I sent him. And you won't listen? Okay. But listen, the thing about our Lord, he going to make sure you learn. He going to make sure you learn. So you going to learn. That is a daddy. So That's true. A daddy. That's a daddy. That's a daddy. <laughs> you going to learn. Yeah. One way or the other, you going to learn. <laughs> Either the hard way <laughs> or the easy way. But you going to. Because Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, yeah, and I will give you rest. Yes. He says, learn of me. Paul said, you have not so learned Christ. Stop acting like that. Christ didn't teach you that. Mm. Holy Spirit comes to comfort you. Guess how he comes to comfort you? Through imparting unto you wisdom and understanding. Mm -hmm. we got, but we don't, we don't see it like that. We, we, we don't put the practical aspect to the gospel. And, and, and like we should, I was telling, I was telling some men I was sitting with the other day, we preach good stories. We, we are great at storytelling. We tell great stories of the Bible. But we ain't teaching people how to practically live out mm -hmm. their faith like we're supposed to live it out. Salvation is the solution, and, and, and health and wealth is the emphasis. And so in these times in which we live, we can't lose sight of that he is my healer, no doubt about it. Yeah. But at the same time, he's given me a degree of wisdom mm -hmm. that I'm going to take precaution. I'm going to prepare. Like uh, 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 I was laughing, we were talking earlier, and uh, we were talking about the grocery stores being, the shelves being empty. Yeah. Folks preparing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Folks preparing for, to be shut in for X amount of time. No, well, God will provide. God will provide for me. I ain't worried about that. Okay, you don't go to the grocery store. You sit yourself at home. You're going to be calling somebody, yo, you can't we get some food over there? Because mm -hmm. God, I mean, he, I mean, again, I'm a miracle believer. God may, you know, he could send somebody to drop off groceries. But mm -hmm. at the same time, he go, he go to example. When, when, when you take the 10 virgins, five were wise and five were foolish. Yeah. He didn't, God didn't provide the five foolish ones, did he? Right. No, you go get your own. Mm -hmm. You're going to get your own. So there's a place 
in our faith where you got to take responsibility for preparing for, you know, things that, you, that you're dealing with and things that yeah. you're facing, you know, and, yeah. it's, and it's important. I would say for me, the way that I'm experiencing it, it reminds me of Joshua. You know, uh, God had told him that a famine was coming, so he prepared right. for his whole country. Right. So um, that's that's the thought I'm taking. But here's here's two of my thoughts for for the both of you. What I what I'm getting from all of this. Mm-hmm. So during this time, this is a good time for people to think about their health while you're out there buying stuff. Buy things that are good for you, since you're right. going to be in the house. This is the time to do something different. Right. You have enough time to be in the house to look at certain recipes. You will actually not pay as much if you actually get good stuff it, right. so i heard that the best way to shop is to is to go on the outside and not the inside so mm-hmm. you only shop on the outside and not during not within the aisles so why this is, is i don't know that oh, i never why is that well because all the all stuff of the that produce you can, and stuff are on the yeah, outside. Really? yeah. And, and, and then and the stuff you make you, you make from home like not the so caitlin went to wegmans and, and or wegmans or target one or two and the entire frozen aisle was empty People are buying frozen dinners. Oh, really? To yeah. to store for this this right. thing. So people are going to be eating worse food, worse food oh, right? Wow. And sitting in the house, not being active, not anything like that. Right. Instead of buying produce, buying so you your know fresh rice. Produce is on the outside. It's, yeah, it's oh, okay, on the outside. Gotcha. And all your processed food are in the middle. Yeah, so right. I'm staying out the middle. Right. So that's outside. so that's that's what they well, say. To do good. healthy healthy shopping, you shop on the outside. Okay, good. Yeah. So this is a good time for people to think about their health so they could shop, you know, with that in mind. But also I am in faith that I will see businesses birth out of this oh, because yeah. now you have time right, yep. right. to that's think right. about that's because right. if this was to ever come again. I mean, what are you going to do? This right. is the time for you to start um, whatever dream you had that you need to pick back up that you probably That's left huge. years, yeah. uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. This is the time to start preparing for that. So I just want both of you um, thoughts on that about the businesses, the faith that businesses will birth out of this and that people will actually go out and, and buy healthy stuff during right. this time. Yeah. No, that's a that's a great point. You have something you want to say? I was just gonna say we we talked a little bit about this before we started the show today. You know about how to, uh, you know the, the the difference between seeing this as an epidemic and seeing this as an opportunity. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know th- mm-hmm. this this is a great opportunity in in certain business perspectives to you know put your plans together, right, and and execute it and come out from this situation on top. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that's that. You're right. I mean, to take advantage of the time that we're allotted. Um, first of all, you know, uh, during during um, times like these is an opportunity for wealth transfers to take place. Mm-hmm. You know, they people talked about uh, one of the things that happened in the last couple of days is the stock market crashing mm-hmm. and dropping out yeah. and folks looking at it. And, and some folks are panicking. Some folks, are, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. You know, obviously, <laughs> if you watch, get your money out. You know, some folks, if you if you if you see something that's going to plummet and you don't think it's going to turn around, right. then, you know, you probably want to get your money out of certain things. Right. But but you got certain folks that sitting back saying, oh, yeah, this is a great time. <laughs> right. OK, I'm going to buy, 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 buy now because the market will stabilize itself. Right. It'll stabilize itself. It's, it's going to get back to status quo where it's supposed to be and the gains the gains that you will be able to create during this time because you're buying low and then you'll be able to sell high at some point or you may not want to sell you want to just keep it allowed to keep, keep to keep growing you know people have to learn to take advantage of these times too bad we didn't invest in in toilet tissue before this <laughs> right. man, man. man. Toilet tissue. <laughs> my goodness we done missed what, this opportunity what, what, what's the sanitizer hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Oh, man there was a imagine? kid that got arrested for selling hand sanitizer yes. squirts what? a hand sanitizer out on the street That's he got a kid he was like six years old or something like that he was really? a young kid what, he got what, arrested what, but but, they, but that, that was that's, that's a business that was mindset, genius though. that was genius they've actually started limiting how much people can buy because they people will go out and start selling it on the street mm-hmm. and taking advantage of the market yep. but mm. that's what that's what is that's what drives the economy that's what drives life on earth that's what drives you know currency is being able to recognize opportunities like so one of the things that I, that we talk about as far as entrepreneurial skills so what in our portal building with God's way portal we have a section that's focused on developing the entrepreneurial skill of entrepreneurs well Three things the Lord gave me that an entrepreneur must be able to do. You must be able to see, seize, and sustain opportunities. So how life works as for the believer is God will, he doesn't, when we want God to give us something, we got to understand how God gives to us. God will give to us in a, in a specific way. The same way, what did he say to the children of Israel? He said, I've given you the land. Mm-hmm. He told him, he gave it to him, right? 
but how, how did he give it to him? And then what's, what's my responsibility in receiving or possessing what God wants me to take? He said, I'll give you the land, but you got to possess it. Yeah. So what happens is God brings opportunities before us. We got to understand life is cyclical. You know, life goes in circles. It's cyclical. So as, 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 as we live life, opportunities for advancement, opportunities for world creation, opportunities for healing, opportunities for deliverance will come our way. If I don't recognize that those opportunities, I miss out. It's not that God didn't give it to me. When God brought the opportunity for the children of Israel to possess the promised land, what happened? Only two of them believed they could do it. Yeah. Everybody else saw themselves as grasshoppers. Well, I shouldn't mm -hmm. say everybody else. The 10 then reported to the, to the masses how they viewed themselves and them, and they accepted their view, but only two said, no, 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 we're more than able to go and do it. Right. Well, that was an opportunity that God gave them, and they refused to do it. Then when God came down on them, they decided to try to go and do it after the fact, and they got defeated. So what has to happen is we have to be able to see opportunities. This is an opportunity um, in the stock market to, to, to increase. This is an opportunity entrepreneurially. I believe now that we're in the entrepreneurial age. There's been five economic ages up to this point. I believe the sixth economic age that we're in now is the, is the entrepreneurial age because of the global market that we have, because of the low floor of entry to get into different businesses. I believe this is the opportunity for entrepreneurs, which life by nature is entrepreneurial, but more so the believers are, have the nature of God. There's no greater expression of our godliness than entrepreneurship. There's no great expression. And so when we when we take advantage of the time, as you said, to be sitting at home and revisit and, and, and recalculate and relook at um, the, the thing that God put on my heart to do years ago, you know, uh, now we can now we can uh, invest in that. Now we can, you know, give toward that. Now we yeah. can think in that. And man, the opportunity for you to to go beyond, you know, wherever you are, wherever you might be to go beyond. Again, there's there's degrees in in, in God's. Uh, meter of wealth creation. There's degrees. Some folks feel like they're good with $100,000. I don't know how they think like that, but that's okay. <laughs> but remember, if you can be a blessing, if you can be a blessing with that, then God bless you. Yeah. But 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 when you study the word of God, God deals in millions. He don't, I mean, he don't, he don't play around. Man. But what you're not saying, though, mm -hmm. I just want to yeah. clarify or ask, I say, what you're not saying is that every believer has to be an entrepreneur no, in order right, to show right, right, their right, God. Right. No, no, okay. no. Everybody... Everybody don't have to be an entrepreneur in the sense of owning your own business. You can be a, you can be a, a, a you can think entrepreneurially and be an employee. That's, that's called being an innovator. An innovator. You can think, you can think entrepreneurially. Okay. And uh, you know, so you, you take a position within a corporation and your position is, is, you know, your description is this, right? So to think entrepreneurially as an employee is okay. I know this is my job description. I know this is my responsibility. I know this is the scope of the work that I've been given, but now how can I do the scope of the work that I've been given? How can I do it better? How can I save time? You know, how can I, how can I, you know, put, put little less time in, but get more out of I can think like that. If you as, can do that for a business, they will make they, you wealthy. They will, they will, they'll be willing to give you a raise. That's right. You know, so just uh, the right type of business. Right, okay? right, so, right, right. Some, right. We, we, just, we, we, just, we just heard a story about, about somebody. Uh, you know, who, it was the guy, that, um, the guy that came up with the windshield wiper. I heard a story about the guy that, that came up with the windshield wiper. He, he, he was working in, on, on the, on, in some particular, uh, for some automotive company, and I believe it's the guy that, that came up with the windshield wiper. And mm -hmm. I, I could be wrong, but this, this sounds familiar that he took it to them. And they, he didn't patent it. Mm. And because he didn't patent it, when he took oh, it to yeah. them, they stole it. Yeah. and yeah. they didn't, they, they didn't like pay him for him. They gave mm -hmm. him a pat on the back and said, oh, thank you, great idea. Then they went and patented it, and that's how they came up with the windshield. Mm -hmm. So I, it's, it's story similar to that, yeah. uh, if that, if those are not all the details. But no, 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 I mean, everybody... Everybody don't have to be an entrepreneur in the in that truest sense of owning your own, but as an employee, you know, you can you can still think entrepreneurially and 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 find yourself being exalted, getting bonuses, whatever the case may be, because you come up with uh, uh, very uh, unique ways and systems and processes that makes what you do easier, makes it uh, more profitable, mm -hmm. you know. Um, saves time, that's effort, whatever it is, and, and you should be rewarded for that. So no, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm just 
I'm just a lover of, 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 of having your own and doing your own, you know. Yeah. But the key to that, though, the key to that is 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 knowledge, increasing your knowledge. Right. Taking right. taking taking your thought process and putting it into into perspective as far as how it can make you money. And, and we're talking about just as an employee. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So. For instance, for, for me, there, there are certain trainings and certain things that I know can be done. I know they're out there. So I go into the, mo- the the mindset of, okay, well, a way that I can increase productivity, increase awareness and stuff like that is to cre- is to create a program based on this information that's already out there that that we're not implementing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I, I shouldn't say not implementing, but we, we, we don't use because we already have other things in place. Mm-hmm. But this become this becoming an addition to what we already do enhances what we do. Mm-hmm. So thinking entrepreneurially, that's something that we should apply mm-hmm. because right. that's going to make what we do that much better. Right. right. Whatever that brings after that, praise God for it. But the mindset has to be, you know, taking taking something that is and making it better. Right. That's that's the true nature of an entrepreneur Amen. is to take something that is or isn't and either creating it or making something that already exists better. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, OK, so then I have a question because now you have some stay at home moms, mm-hmm. you know, and they they can have that mindset as well. So Amen. let me just. Yeah, shout out to my girl, Caitlin. Okay, doing it big out there in them streets. <laughs> so my so my question is this. Um, if both of you were never entrepreneurs, what are some systems that you have in place in your homes that are still a entrepreneur mindset, a, a still a mindset of, of kingdom, Man, a kingdom I, I, mindset? I, my, my problem, my problem with that. Oh, is you I'm, know what? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call I'm, Leslie I'm, because I'm, he can't I'm, answer that. I've been an entrepreneur all my life. From the time I was six years old, I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I said I want to be a professional athlete. Those are some of your uh, highest paid entrepreneurs in the planet right now. It's professional yeah. athletes. I provide for a particular organization a, 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 a service or a product, however I want to put it, a product that, that they were willing to pay me for. It just happened to be playing football, right? So, so the, the notion of entrepreneurialism or being entrepreneurial for me started when I was like six years old. You know, it was like when I was still, you know, walking around, you know, can't even talk. I was thinking, I want to be a professional football player. My daddy said, listen, if that's you want to be something, you can do it. You know, yeah. so entrepreneurialism was just, I, I believe it's, it's, it's part of our nature. It's part of our makeup. Even if you don't like own your own business, it's, as we just explained, you can still be entrepreneurial. Yeah. But I think the difference in that and, and like you say, alluding to a lot of moms now, men now, moms and men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some women are working and dad's staying on, the men are staying on, whatever it is. You can be entrepreneurial in your, in your makeup at home from, you know, how you, how you keep the home to, to having a, a small business or starting a business, you know, right from your very own home. I think the difference is when you have a job or when you're thinking entrepreneurially is whether or not you're operating in your gifting or not whether or not you're operating in the thing that God has called you to do, mm. right? So we, we take your wife, for example, who has that hospitality <laughs> gifting. I mean, she's just, so so she she formerly was a manager at one of the uh, a major hotel, mm-hmm. right? But she don't, that gift isn't only regulated to that particular, right. you know, uh, that scope of work, right? right? She could take that very same gifting and, and turn it into her own, private hospitality business yeah. where mm-hmm. she could, she, you know, you know, uh, when business people come to town, she could, you know, uh, set it up for them and set their schedule up for them. Wh- wh- however creative you want to be yeah. with that particular gifting. I believe that's the difference. And when you just have a job or when you're living entrepreneurialist, when you're living through that gifting that God has given you, when you're living, when you've developed that raw resource and now you've monetized it to the degree that where, where whether it's working under somebody else's, uh, you know, corporation, corporate structure, or you've started your own from home i believe whatever it is that entrepreneurial nature that god like nature is, is is screaming to get out and we have to we have so many outlets now to let it out the challenge of that though is is, is discovering your gift set mm-hmm. we talked about this last week um I'm, I'm 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 a couple of days away from launching our um very comprehensive but at the same time simple 
and time efficient way to help you to discover, to discover, because we have to discover. Everything about God is a discovery. The Bible says, uh, since you be dead with Christ, seek such affectionate things above, not on the things of the earth, for you are dead and your life is now hid with Christ in God. Colossians, believe the third chapter. Our life is, is hid in Christ. It's not hidden from us, but it's hidden for us so that we can search, search it out and <laughs> discover it. And, and one, of the, one of the primary things we need to discover, God wants to reveal to us, is the things that he's, what I call the raw resources he's given us, the gifting he's given us, um, and connected that to our calling. The calling has to do with your vocation, the thing that God is, has called you to do in the sense of life's work. Not just, you know, getting a job. And there's times where you just got to get a job. Where you got to make, it got to happen. You got to get a job. I get that. But ultimately, I'm not looking to stay on a job, so to speak. And remember, how I define God, uh, uh, distinguish between uh, you being entrepreneurial and you having a job, is the job has nothing to do with your gifting or the thing you're called to do. Mm. Like, it's just, it's just you, man, I got to do this. I got to do this. Because I need, I need to bring money in, right? Um, so you do that. And that's, there's a place for that, and that's fine. But the thought is, I'm not going to stay here. But so many people are stuck in that, in that job mentality that, you know, they live life miserable. So what, here's a question. I have yeah. a question. So what, what, because there's a lot of people who may be listening to this or people who are discovering, you know, that they have, um, or becoming aware of the gift set that they have, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens, and we've talked about this before on, on this show, you know, people can project their uh, uh, idea of what they're capable of onto you mm -hmm. and limit your progress, right? Mm -hmm. So when someone becomes aware of their gift set, what are some things that they can do to protect against those mm -hmm. projections? Because... Mm -hmm. You, you you said you realized you wanted to be an athlete when you were six, mm -hmm. but it takes a lot of a lot of dedication, a lot of strength, a lot of faith, everything that that we don't realize we need at that point in time to continue to follow that for as long as you did. Right. I mean, think of all the people that were around you that that may, may have said to you or may have thought he ain't going nowhere. He just gonna be. You know. You know. You know. Uh, I have a very extreme answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> I leave folk alone. Get away from me. I don't go around folk. I'll be listen. Did you talk like well, that? That's not I, community. No, that's well, not. <laughs> that's a big difference now. <laughs> right. The community you describe is folks who is encouraging me. Right, right, right. 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 No, mm -hmm. I, I mean, listen, I, I'll never forget. Um, the first person I told, it was two people. It was two people. Uh, I told two people. The first person I told, oh, you know how many people, they try to say they got the same dream. You'll never mm -hmm. make it. I never talked to them again. Mm -hmm. I never, I don't even remember ever talking to them again. Right. Second person I told was my, was my first uh, youth football coach, mm -hmm. and I told, and I never forget his name. His name is Coach Garcia. He had a son that was played played on the team. Son wasn't that good, but he still played, played hard. And was, this is my first banquet I was ever at. And um, Coach Garcia, I told him like this, like in the beginning of the year. And he said, "Okay." He's like, "Okay," and he encouraged me. He said, well, "You know, just work hard, and just, you know, it starts right now, though." You know, but he never said anything else to me about it afterwards, until we got to our banquet, end of the year banquet. And at the banquet, we all said at the same thing, me, him, and his son, uh, my parents, and him. And we sat at the table. He, he sat next to me. And so um, he took a picture. Me and his son took a picture together. And he said, um, he asked me, he said, Demaris, can you come here for a second? And I came over there. He, he reached in his pocket, pulled out a pen. He said, can you sign this for me? I said, because why, why you want me to sign the picture? Sign it for what? He says, because this picture is going to be worth something someday when you become a professional football player. Man, I wanted to be around him all the time. Mm -hmm. I, that still stuck. That was when I was eight years old. I've never forgotten that. Mm -hmm. That was the one thing that inspired me, inspired me um, at that particular moment to say, man, uh, it, it validated my dream of becoming. And, you know, my father validated me. Great. But, but yeah. for my coach to do it. Yeah. And he said, he said, that's the people that you want to be around. Mm -hmm. People who try to project their limits, limited mindset upon you. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm very extreme. You know, I might be type A. I might be, you know, like this. <laughs> Get away from me. Well, a lot of people don't have that Get mentality. They're not able to have, because even that takes a lot of strength. Yeah. You know, you being able to circumcise yourself from, from influences that, that are going to, you know, have a negative effect on, on I like your, that word circumcised. That means to cut it off. Right, right. <laughs> Get out of here. Get right. away from me. Right. No, I don't play that. Man. Listen, right. I don't play that. But, but so, so many people, you know, when they, when they, 
when they when they become aware of their 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 skill set, there's there's a it's almost like they have to 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 validate the beginning of it because they're unsure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I'm I'm kind of saying this from experience, but I've I've seen people do this where, you know, they 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 do something and someone says, "Hey, that's amazing," and they're like, "Oh, well, no, it's it's nothing." You know, they they yeah, kind yeah, of brush yeah, they it off. It. They downplay. It. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and in a way, we should be protective of it like that. Like you said, you know, uh, as far as distance dis- distancing yourself from people because that that's how you protect. Um, your 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 mindset right. about you know growing your gifting. You know what right. I mean. I I heard a story. Um, actually, it was it was Dave Chappelle. He was talking about um one of the first shows he did, and he he got paid a lot of money, thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. Right, he was he was pretty young, but they paid him in cash. They gave him a bag full, full of cash that he had to go home with in New York City. Right, right, right. right now this right. is a young man walking yeah. around with a big bag of money. Right, right. But that 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 mindset to be aware and be protective that's right. that's how we should be with our gifting right. and that's that's what you were speaking to you know you, right. th- that's what it's going to look like practically is you have to guard yourself you know uh, against people who would try to project on you right. well the scriptures guard thy heart with all diligence yeah because all of it flows the issues of life see if you don't protect that which god has given you the, the, it, there were issues of life. There were issues of surveying term. It means it, 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 it determines the boundaries of all the limitations of where you can go. See, we, we were designed to live without limits. Life more abundantly. That's limited life. Like, like ain't, ain't no end. It, it ends when I want it to end. But if I, don't, if I don't guard that, if I don't protect that, if I don't secure that in my own heart. See, and one of the things that you have to do, you have to connect with somebody who's going to speak to you in a way and, and, and pour into you in a manner to where you feel, you feel invincible. You feel like well, I, can, I can do whatever it is that I want to do. There's a level of wisdom you have to have in that. But, you know, when, when, you, go through, when you go through our system, you, you'll be able to identify and have a, have a laser-like clarity on what it is that you are primary gifted in, what it is, what's your secondary gift, then what's your tertiary gift, and how they all come together, how they all um, uh, amalgamize into this one power force that you connect with that thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you've ascertained the, the necessary skill to apply and to appropriate into the marketplace. And, and that's what it's all about, being so confident in my ability to do whatever it is that I do, that I'm ready to inject it into the marketplace. I have a question. Yes. So th- this kind of goes into the, the health aspect of salvation. And, and, and I, I thought about this uh, when you were just talking just now. Um, was, were we, okay, we, I, I know we were, but yeah. physically, were we intended to live forever? Oh, no physically. doubt about it. Physically. Physically. When God created Adam? Yeah. Is that, is that the question? Yes. Yeah. We were intended to live forever. See, Sin, we still have no idea how sin has infected man and affected society, right? So, so when God created Adam, they say, they say uh, scientific, scientifically they've been able to prove that every cell in Adam's body, because of the, the, the bubble-like atmosphere, like the world we know today, nothing like, nothing like what, what Adam lived under. The, 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 the darkest it got in Adam's day uh, was, was, was a, like a pink, like, a, like sometimes when, you, when the sun rises, you see the, a pink sky. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of the darkest it would get. He lived wow. and he slept under a pink light. They say pink light, it helps. They do that with plants now. They put them under a pink light. It helps them to grow. Wow. Well, it accelerates their growth. So um, there's, uh, I, can't, I think it's Dr. Carl Ball, I think of his name, but they, they, they've created a, a, simula- a simulation machine there were a bubble that were, you know, uh, that was similar to how what Adam lived in. And they say every cell in Adam's body reproduced every seven days. So the eighth day would be considered a new beginning, which we know the number eight is the number of new beginnings. Well, nowadays it takes seven years for every cell in our body to reproduce. They say seven years. I believe that's due to the effect of sin. Yeah. Right. Prior to sin, there was no this aging. I mean, there was no such thing as aging. There was no such thing as getting no God created Adam to live forever. See, that's why, that's why, that's why I say, say, man, I, I got to do something about this. <laughs> right, I can't right, stop him. Right. I can't stop him. So I got to limit his time. I got to limit his time. So he had to infect him with sin, which eventually caused him to be separated from God, which would then cause his body to decay. 
And I believe that's what happened. So we were intended to live forever. Like etern eternal life is about living forever. That's what it's about, living forever. So the thing we lost that's significant in, in when Adam decided to partake of the um, tree of the knowledge of good and evil was we lost control of time. We lost a sense of, of eternity in, this, in, in, in that aspect. He traded time for his woman. He traded it. And so wow. now that's why the Bible says redeem the time. You have to buy back our time. We have to buy it back now. Well, how do we buy it back? Through wealth creation and you know, some other things. Mm -hmm. But to answer your question directly, we were, we were intended and designed to live forever and to do what it is that God had called us to do and give us the, given the responsibility for us to do forever here on earth. Man's responsibility was to create a heavenly environment, or I shouldn't say God created that, to extend the heavenly environment from wherever the Garden of Eden was located all over the earth. That was man's responsibility. And that's still our responsibility today, is to extend the kingdom of God. Actually, and this gives me to another whole other topic, sonship. We talk about sonship. I was in the conversation about sonship this, year, this week. Sonship. The idea of sonship is to take the father's heart and extend it and express it into the society, right? That's, that's the idea of sonship. See, the Bible says this. Wealth creation was designed to be done within the confines of families. He told Abraham, he said, in these shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So as a family, we're supposed to create wealth as a family. As a family unit, everybody within your family unit should be contributing to the creation, to the wealth creation processes of that family, whatever your oh, last so name good. is. That's so good. Right. <laughs> well, everybody, everybody, everybody should be contributing to that, to that. And so, so when we, when we, when we talk about sonship or, or, or daughtership or daughterhood, however we want to say that, they're expressions or extensions of the, the uh, wealth creation you know, um, apparatus mm -hmm. that God has given us. I got an example. We were, I was talking to Caitlin, uh, this was yesterday or two days ago. And, you know, we were talking about, um, putting another TV in the, in right. the, the studio area so I can have more space, uh, screen space. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, we had already talked about taking the TV out of, out of Alessandra's room. Mm -hmm. How are we going to break it to her? <laughs> I didn't know how attached now, she was. Y'all know Alessandra is my baby. <laughs> how old is she, she, she? How old now? She's six. Six years old, and yeah. she's the precious, sweetest yeah, little thing is. that yeah. you just hate to do anything bad. Oh to. man, you hate to even <laughs> see her. That you don't want her. her that she face gets to. this gift from her mama to to make you feel terrible <laughs> oh, for doing anything God. wrong Hi, to her. Yes, working your gift, Caitlin. But so so Caitlin and I talked about it, and 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 she said, well let's just sit her down and talk to her and see what she says. Uh, which thinking about sitting a six year old down and telling him, that we're right, gonna take, right. but anyway, so we brought it up to her and once she found out that this would, that her TV would be used in the studio, she was all for it. Oh, wow. It blessed my soul. Nice, I'm, nice, I'm nice. she. Oh, for yeah, for daddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daddy, and, and, oh man, that hit me right here. <laughs> oh, I just, oh, baby, oh. come here. Oh, <laughs> oh man, oh, well, that is irresistible. <laughs> right, you can't, you can't. it was beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, and, and and that's that's what it's designed to be. Is is the the children are designed to be extensions of the wealth creation plan or process. You know, when God brings a husband and a wife together, I think that's that's in in. All God has in mind the the family unit and what He's called that family to do. You take your situation and and your wife's hospitality gifting. Well, one of the things you need is a is a space that is welcoming mm. for your particular clients. It's a yeah. space. Well, she can design all of that. Yeah. So it goes hand in hand. I believe that that is how God intended for what to be created. So sonship, um, daughterhood is 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 a matter of that. Is, is ex extending, extending. Adam was designed to extend God's heavenly kingdom into the earth. And that's the mindset we have to have when we're building a business. Like when you, when you think of, when you think of um, the, the Jewish community, like it's like flowing mm -hmm. shines and sons. Like yeah. they want to, they go into, they got a family business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's how you develop generational wealth. You know, that, that's what that whole generational wealth concept includes. Man, we're going in, I'm going into business with my sons, with my family. And until we get that, it's going to be hard to, to have generational wealth. Yeah. You know, when the family comes together and say, this is for the betterment of the family's wealth 
Man, that, I mean, and that's that's really what it's all about. Well, and and we don't even have to go into this topic, but there's so many families amongst themselves that are divided. Yeah. yeah. So to try to actually get together and to come up with one thing with. I don't trust her. I never trusted her. She right. did this to my mom, you know? Right. So that goes into a whole well, other. So we, have- we don't have to, but we have to. <laughs> <laughs> because, because no, that, 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 that is, the, that is one of the tactics of the thief. Yeah. The thief wants to steal from you by getting you, by getting you not to trust. What did we say? What did we say? What did we say that? So there's five prongs to poverty, right? The first one we say is it leaves you defenseless. Mm-hmm. The second one, it leaves you defiant. Well, why does it leave you defined? Because you get you get to the point to where you don't trust anybody. I can't trust you to take care of me because I'm poor and I'm poor for a reason. I can't trust you p- to provide for me. I don't trust what you say. So we get to the point where, no, nah, I don't want to work with her. I don't want to work with him. I can't trust him. So you become defiant in, 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 in working with people in everything that you do. There's a defiance. Mm-hmm. There's a, I don't like him. I don't trust her. I don't want to be with her. I don't want to be involved with him for whatever the reason is. You get to that point. Now we can't we can't come together. We can't put our giftings together. We can't put our wisdom together. We can't put our knowledge together. We can't put our money together. Because I don't trust so and so. Poverty has its perils and it produces certain aspects and certain behaviors in our life. That's one of them. And they're all designed to to felt away, to steal from you, to leave you impoverished, to 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 cause you to suffer and to to wipe out your entire existence as if you never existed on the planet. We have to overcome that. See, when you, when you become the opposite, when you become a lover, right, you become yeah. one. Love produces hope. Hope produces faith. Yeah. Now now you become trustworthy because I'm trusting that God will reveal to me something about you if, if, if I need to know. Mm-hmm. If, if I want to go in business and, 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 and God, there's some things that I don't know about you that I need to know, God will give me a check. He'll give me a stop. Whatever that is with you and how you relate to God, he'll let you know. You just got to have an ear to hear. If I'm a lover, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to trust people. Because I trust God, right? Then what happens? We become creative. When we put our creative juices together, we just become all that more powerful. So there's a process that we go through that you have to go through um, when it comes to wealth creation as a family, when it comes to living healthy as a family, you know. So, yeah, I know we don't, have, we don't want to go there. That's why he's coming to divide the family. He, his attack is on the family, on the family unit. That's why we got all kind of stuff going on now. Yeah. The attack is on the family unit. He doesn't want the family unit to look like the way God designed it to look because he knows there's a, there's a force there that he can't stop. There's a force there that will cause them to overcome poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Papadie, why don't you, why don't you go into that? Because I feel like the, the kingdom building mindset, like God is daddy. Uh, yeah. So he's always in the mindset of family. Like I am right. daddy first. Yes. Yeah. So yes. can you just express how how important it is, or even you two, Aramis, being being a dad and right. and a husband? Can can you both just express how important it is that family is first? Like that is the kingdom mindset. Is is your home? Is your family? Right. You you say that, and you say you say daddy, and I love it. The scripture says this. He says he says God has given us the spirit whereby we cry. Abba, mm-hmm. that's Papa, that's Daddy, yeah. Abba. So the spirit of sonship is to cry, Abba, is to cry for the heart of the Father. That's the spirit of sonship. So, 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 uh, being Daddy and 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 fatherhood and and being Papa is essential. Is essential to the society's function. The way God designed it, like 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 He created He created Adam, man, the male version of Adam first, and then He brought the woman, the female version of Adam. Um, because both of them were called Adam in the beginning. The female version of Adam came second because, because that, that head, that federal head, that, that man that God designed plays such a pivotal role in establishing a culture, a culture for his family unit, mm-hmm. right? And it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a masculine thing. Not to say that a woman can't do it, but masculinity, masculinity was designed to establish the, 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 the hard aspects of our culture. It's just a masculine thing. There's just certain things like, like women aren't, aren't made to do, even though they do them. They're just not. When you sit on look at, like, like, like again, and, and, and I'm on, you know, like football, like football, like women wanting to play football. Like, I ain't got nothing. If you want to play it, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But the nature of the sport ain't, I, can you imagine? I've been on the football field, like, she, and having to tackle right, a woman. Right. It's yeah. just saying. Now, yeah, there's some be... women who build themselves up to do that. I yeah. get that. I'm not. That's your choice. Do it. But just the nature of it is just not, you know, so I believe the, 
the federal head, the masculinity um, and femininity both have their unique, specific, invaluable place. You can't, masculinity can't replace femininity. Femininity can't replace masculinity, right? But, but they're so valuable. Both are equally valuable, but each one of them have their different roles and responsibilities. And as a, as a, as a, as a man and as a father and as a pop and as a daddy, to, 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 have that, to have that influence and effect by establishing a culture in my home and in my business or in my church family, whatever it is, is, is irreplaceable. That's why the attack is on. You know, when you break it down within our subcultures or, or, or different nationalities, especially the African-American culture, the attack on, on, on black men, the attack on man itself, but specifically that, the, the black man, it's, it's like, it's, it's obvious yeah. that if I can eliminate that, I can keep this particular nationality or this people group at at in a certain level. If I can eliminate that, you know, yep. and and that that I mean, you see it across the board. Uh, but you know, you have your minorities and you, and you have those who aren't. But but for the minority population, man, the attack the attack is on that that male that family unit because because in in these year all the families of the earth be blessed. The blessing of the Lord was intended to be upon families, and when it's not upon families, the Bible says it like this. He said, listen. One of the callings, the, the last, the end time calling will be, he says, he says, um, man, Malachi, we got to read it. I'm sorry, I don't want to misquote it. Okay. Let me get it. Um, and it's, 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 it's crucial, and, and we'll close with this. We'll close with this, because I can go all day long. <laughs> Since Ivy asked me a question, I got I to answer for days. I know, Aaron's didn't even answer, answer. Yeah, I still want to hear his <laughs> answer about being a father. <laughs> he says this, he said this, he said, uh, uh, he says this, he says this. He says, behold, this is Malachi. This is the last word that the Lord gave oh, his prophet mm -hmm. to the nation of Israel. He said, behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before thy coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. But what we got to understand, Jesus' coming, initial coming to the earth wasn't a great and dreadful day of the Lord. That wasn't a great and dreadful day of the Lord. That's, this is an end time message, mm -hmm. right? When Jesus, when Jesus comes back the second time, it's going to be a great and dreadful day. Because yeah. some folk are going to be in trouble. <laughs> Some folk ain't gonna make it. Some folk ain't gonna make it. Some folk who think they're gonna make it, they ain't gonna make it, right? And that's gonna be a dreadful day. Like there's gonna be judgments and there's gonna be all kinds of things going on. So the great, so this is speaking to the end time. He says this, and the spirit of Elijah, right? The spirit of Elijah. We we walk in the spirit of Elijah. The mm -hmm. spirit of Elijah is, and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. The curse of poverty, sickness, and death is the result of the family unit being destroyed. Mm -hmm. That's important for us to understand. Is understand that our role as as the masculinity, the male side of it, is 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 to establish, is to do the hard things, the, the physical things to establish the culture that's necessary for us to produce productive, I'm gonna say entrepreneurs. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Aaron, did you want to answer? Or? Sure, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll answer. So, uh, at, at the Fork House, uh, we we call it the Fork House. Uh, Caitlin came up with that name. Um, well, I gotta know uh, why it's the Fork House. She she called. She, the baby she, said I didn't. She, she said I didn't. No, no. <laughs> she, like, she, I'm not jumping on that. She wagon. she did. She didn't brand. I branded it, but she right. she said it first. Right. Yeah, she used to call. She she used to call me Fork. Uh, you know what's going on, Fork, or what's up, Forky? <laughs> like yeah, it's weird. Like she just creates all these type of different names from. I, I call them. I call them. Uh, uh, what I call them? Think nickname. They call. Uh, uh anyway, I can't think of it. Go. <laughs> like a love name or something. Love name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so <laughs> she's cracking up over there. <laughs> so anyway, so okay, so from 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 my perspective, um, and this is just like a day to day basis sort of thing, you know the way that I've learned um, through sonship uh, mm -hmm. being, being a, a son to Damaris um, there's, there's, there's an ultimate responsibility that is on my shoulders uh, to God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I am responsible for the, the success or the fall of my home. Mm -hmm. That all comes down to how I prepare myself, my faith, my knowledge, mm -hmm. my willingness to to submit, serve, obey, my humility, all that stuff goes into what determines the direction of my household, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So 
there's there's times where you know I have to take that you know authoritative and 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 you know uh, raise my voice type of role with with the babies. Mm-hmm. Caitlin tightens up a little bit. <laughs> Right. It's 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 such a it's such a big difference because there's there's more of a willingness on her side and I, I, I cherish this because this this helps me to grow as a father, but there's such a willingness on her side to to understand uh the mentality or or to understand the thought process of the behavior of our children, mm-hmm. which it is big because you need to be able to understand your children in order to communicate and, and, and get that knowledge and that wisdom across so that they can have the defense mechanisms that they need to be successful in life. Right. But in the moment, I'm not thinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm my thought process is flash, flash. Right. Not not necessarily that. Okay. Not necessarily that. I like that. Right. right. <laughs> but, but, but order needs to be established. Yeah. And, you need to get in line with the, the, the policies and procedures that we've no, set in place. Is. So is. this is what needs to be. Where, where's the, we call it the pow pow stick. And, and, yeah, yes. we call it the pow pow stick. Yeah, pow yeah. pow. That, right, that's right. it. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're done. And then we yeah. hug them and, and all that afterwards. Right. But that's, that's, that's where, where I, that's the seriousness that I, that I take of my role is, is not just the discipline aspect, but the, the overall direction of the household, you know, Caitlin and I talk a lot about, you know, our marriage, our relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it that, that even that makes such a huge impact, uh, to, to the way that I am able to operate in the household. You know what I mean? There's, there's a, uh, there's a team aspect to it, but there's also a, 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 a helpmate aspect that, that we, we constantly work on to make sure that everything is, is running as smoothly as it possibly can. I, I like to say it like this. There's a mutual submission. Yeah. There's a mutual yeah, submission. That's it. Most men don't understand that, that yes. I'm just as submitted to the wife as the wife is to me. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's a mutual. The Bible says submitting ourselves one, one to, to another. another. Yeah. Yes. Like, I think when marriages get in trouble is when, when there's not, when the man, she can't tell me nothing. She mm-hmm. can't tell me what to do. No, there, there should be a mutual submission. Right. She might have more wisdom in this area yeah. than right. you do. You better right. submit to that, my man. Amen. Amen. When it comes to finances, right, I, man, listen, she she's listen. got it. Right, yeah. she's so, got. So I, I'm gonna submit to that. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So and we we we're seeing so much success with that right. now. You know, that she and, and we were talking about well, passion that's part of her gift in hospitality. I mean, mm-hmm. there's an economic side to yes. that. She got to know how to manage and take care of stuff because that's part of being hospitable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing? I you want to close. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no, I just no, I just love there. talking to Papa Dini and my brother Aramis. This is all good. No, I love no, being in you know yeah, this type of good. environment. Um, you said something. You said pop house sick. <laughs> now I know I probably didn't say it with the correct accent no, to it that okay. you did, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch it right. <laughs> um, but I know that that's something that we did learn from from Papa D. Can yeah. you explain how important it, it, it is to to discipline not with your hands? I don't know if everybody right. understands that with their kids. Yeah, I, I still I, I've I've made that mistake a few times even still, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it is ultimately important um, because of the fact that that your physical behavior, your the way you communicate, all of that gets soaked up by by, by your babies, mm-hmm. right? So if you're constantly showing them, you know physical attacks in, in aggression and all that stuff as discipline, that's going to flow out of them. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put into them, whatever you show them is what's going to flow through them out into the world that they're in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the pop out stick is, is meant to be the, the third party to the issue mm-hmm. because now it's not about me causing you physical harm. It's about a third party that comes into play whenever you're not in line. Mm-hmm. I have to enact this third party. <laughs> I'm, laughing. I'm, laughing. I'm laughing because he is I'm so he, he's so diplomatic. You so, you. so what's going to happen now? No, I'm a call baby. in right. reinforcements because what I think. Oh, you should see Ray. Right? Listen, Ray. Ray is oh, a, listen. Ray, yeah. my 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 youngest, Raylan. Yeah. 
the Papal stick is is worked wonders now with oh, him because the second you mention it, like we oh, can tell him Ray, stick. Ray, stop, oh, Ray, stop, yeah. Ray. Yeah, you can raise stick. your voice as much as you want. He has no fear of that. Yeah. But you mentioned the Papal stick. Oh, he yeah. got this morning. We were talking. Ray just going out of his room. We're gonna come out and make you bread. We were just waking up. We, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and Ray. Please just get that. We're going to make you pancakes. No, I want milk now. Right. Raylan, please. No, I want milk now. <laughs> Raylan, please. Raylan. Right. Okay. Where's the pop stick? No, no, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> and he got down. He went right out the room. Right. He stayed in the house. And, and that's what it's supposed to be. I, 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 the, I'll be up. The, the example of when the Lord showed me this when when out of frustration a lot of times, you stop girl spank. Right. Well, one time I went to reach and hug my baby and she did like this. Yeah. Oh, I said, never hit it with my hand again. Yeah, you know that's when that's when I said, well, look, what's the solution? And that's when he gave me the stick, and it got to the point where I started, you know, a little little spoon around the house, a yeah. stick, just a little, you know, a little stir spoon, a little yep. wooden spoon, pop out, and 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 she became so aware and conscious of whenever the stick, <laughs> she started hiding all the sticks in the house. <laughs> She started hiding all the spoons in the house. Come on, Jada. She started hiding all the spoons in the house. That's, 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 that's a good. high level Listen, of intelligence right there. That is, that is preparation. Right. That's, that's preparation. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to prepare to not get disciplined. Right. She started hiding so, all the spoons in the house. It was funny. Listen, was funny. Oh, that is an entrepreneur that's mindset that's right there. I'm going to prepare for this. Let me uh, let me get my life together. That was funny. That's why I started laughing because I thought about it. We was like, what? What the spoons at? Let's get fried spoons cooked. Let's hit all the spoons. Oh, it's funny. Yes. Oh my goodness! No, that was good. But listen, I want to say this. I want to. I want to. I want to encourage um, our listeners to man to really dive into their salvation because um, deliverance, protection, health, wealth, holiness is there for us. We just got to know how to access it. You know, we got to know how to access it. And God always emphasized health and wealth. And so, um, we have created a, a portal. We call it Building Wealth God's Way where we give you um, everything you need. Um, there's three phases to your wealth creation. There's your spiritual um, uh, wealth. There's your soul prosperity. Oh, Lord, showed us something about soul. But did I share this? I don't know if I shared this last week about soul prosperity. Man, soul prosperity is, and in, in the short of it is, is when you have a restful soul. I think you alluded to something. You said something earlier that made me think about the, about the soul. But the, when your soul is prospering, the way to identify whether or not your soul is prospering is as it gets quiet, mm. right? The Bible says study to be quiet. It's talking about quiet in the soul. As I learn, as I learn whatever it is that I need to learn, in that particular verse that I just quoted over in Second uh, Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, it's talking about studying a particular trade. It's talking about learn your trade to quiet your soul. But we study, we meditate to quiet the soul. The soul is the, is the chaotic aspect of the believer after he gets saved. The soul is what needs to be the mind needs to be transformed. The will needs to be broken. The emotions need to be healed, right? So the soul, a, a restful soul. Remember, Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give rest to your soul. Learn of me. So we're supposed to learn our way into rest, right? The soul, soul prosperity. Um, and then and then you got to have the the uh, entrepreneurial skill. So we focus on those three aspects. So, you you know, um, check out our, our Building Wealth, our Build Wealth God's Way portal. And you'll be able to get everything you need to, um, you know, to, to, to build the wealth, uh, maintain your health, and be a blessing to those that God has called you to be a blessing to. And lastly, we're going to ask you to, to share, to like, um, comment, ask questions uh, on this particular podcast so that we can answer the questions that you have for us. And I'm done, Abby. You done? I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, that is the end of this segment. Thank you all for joining in, and we will see you next week. See you. No. No, not uh, see you. They will see us. We You'll see, see us. See yes. Us. <laughs> You'll see us that's, next that's week. That's pretty confident. That's You're like, going to see us next see week. Us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. God. Be blessed.